so we're going to look at Ephesians 5 verse 2 as translated by, um, by the message translation and Paul writing to the Ephesian church said all that God has ever done all that God will ever do all that God is going to do all that God will ever do for you is simply because he loves you so he said look mostly what God does is love you everything God will ever do for you is better out of the fact that he loves you what we will call is madly in love with you it's what the singer will say holy overwind me never ending reckless love of god the kind of love god has for you is overwhelming and it is reckless meaning he will go the extra mile for your sake just to get you back god is willing to go the extra mile for your sake just to make you happy never let anyone never let anyone deceive you or make you believe that god does not love you that will be the greatest lie devil can tell that will be the greatest lie anyone can tell you let me show you how reckless this the love of god is god is so reckless that he has 99 sheaves and then he realizes that he loses one he leaves the 99 in search of that one do you know how reckless that is it's like you leave your 99,000 somewhere just in search of just one thousand never note he could have said oh i don't think this one matters let me just stick with the 99 at least a bear that hand is better than the bed in the bush oh no he's as reckless as he can get to make sure he gets you back safe and sound in his arms so he leaves the 99 recklessly leaving them i abandon the 99 you might see hallelujah but then all in search of just that one sheep you and i so when someone sings and says oh god's love for me is reckless realize he's reckless enough he will leave the 99 over and over and over again if it is worth it this just to find you and bring you back tell yourself again god's love for me is reckless god's love for me is reckless hallelujah the next part of Ephesians 5 2 says, Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Keep company with him and learn a life of love. Oh, glory, hallelujah. See, God is love, and as he is, so are we. So automatically, we learn to love. We have, we are, we are not learning to love because we have love already on the inside of us, but because we are not acknowledging this love of God for us or in us we think that we cannot love others God is love and Paul said keep company with him and he will learn a life of love the best way to learn how to love is to fellowship with the father 
See, the more you fellowship with him, the more you suddenly realize that loving your neighbor, loving your enemies, loving your friends, loving those who even betrayed you is easier and simpler than you think. If you want to learn how to love perfectly, then you've got to have company with him, have fellowship with God, stay with him, dwell in his word, in fellowship and in prayer. And over time you realize that the Lord is not as scary as the world makes it to look to be. Hallelujah. It says, if you're going to learn how to love, Paul says, observe how Christ loved us. His love was not cautious or extravagant. He said, observe how Christ loved us. In respect of your sin, don't forget while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And yet while he was dying for us, whilst we were yet sinners, he was not cautious about it. He was not saying, oh, let me give a certain percentage of my love to these people. He gave it all. He offered it all on the cross. He wasn't bothered about, oh, what if they reject me? Don't forget that he came unto his home and his home knew him not. He went into his town, Capernaum, and yet he could not perform miracles because of their unbelief. Yet he went, he went, when he went to that cross, he gave it all, all, all. God is not cautious about loving you. He's not saying, oh, what, what, if, what if I love Osayinde today and then he faces me and he breaks my heart? No, 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 no. God is not bipolar. If God loves you, he loves you with all his heart. And that is why he says in the books of Psalms, with an everlasting love have I loved you. With an everlasting love have I loved you. Hallelujah. Glory. God is not cautious with his love for you. Can never be cautious with his love for you. He will never be cautious with his love for you. It's going to love you extravagantly. It's going to love you extravagantly. Hallelujah. God's love for you is superbly extravagant. There's no caution in it. If he lives in ninety-nine, he loses that caution in search of you. Praise God. Some persons argue and say, oh, you know, the reason why I'm scared of love is because it, it, they love me because they want to get something from me. Oh, and they call these kind of persons gold diggers. God is not in the business of gold digging. He is love. And he offers that love to you and I today. Hallelujah. He offers that love to you and I today. He didn't love us in order to get something from us. But the reason, the motive behind his loving us was to give everything of himself to us. Now we understand that God is going to give you everything of himself to you. Then John 3, 16 becomes clearer that for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Oh glory. That whosoever See, now, it is not just in you giving his only begotten son. No. He said, see, whosoever believes in him, 
but receive. Now, see, many people will read John 3, 16 and they think it's all about you giving your life to Christ. No, John 3, 16 is about you receiving the life of God. It's about you receiving the eternal life of God. That whosoever believes in him, Kayadosh. You see, eternal life becomes inbuilt in you. That is all, all that God can ever give of you. He's giving you everything of himself. If he gives you his life, see, without eternal life, God is not God. Without life, man is not man. There are organisms out there that do not have life in them. Yet God is giving you everything of himself by giving to you eternal life. Hallelujah. He gives to you eternal life. And John 3.16 becomes clearer. And because eternal life cannot be in hell, my brother, the love of God for you cannot allow you to go to hell. Mm-hmm. Don't let it shock you. Now, if you believe that God's love for you lacks caution, does not have caution, if you believe that God's love for you is overwhelming, if you believe that God's love for you is extravagant, don't ever think God cannot be, cannot be extravagant enough to prevent you from going to hell. Hallelujah. If the fear of hell is what is making you save God, then you have not come into the perfect love that casts out fear. Because why? Perfect love casts out fear. When you come to understand this perfect love, you understand that we are not scared of God. We are not God-fearing because we are scared of going to hell, no. We are God-fearing because He loves us. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I hope we get this snippet tonight. Because, see, the primary purpose of this, aside from the roadmap, is to ensure, is to ensure that we all become deeply rooted and granted in the reality that God loves us and will never for once abandon us. Glory. When we come to this realization that we are loved extravagantly, that we are loved without boundaries, that we are loved with an everlasting love. See, God will no longer be a scary being to you. Now you'll be able to cry and say, Abba, Father. You'll be able to say, Father, Father. In the place of prayer, you'll be able to communicate and have fellowship with Him. It will no longer be a one-way channel because you know He loves you extravagantly and He loves you without caution. In that time, we begin to get ourselves deeply rooted and granted in the love of God. Glory, hallelujah. Praise God. Glory.